all living things will one day die. That is something that we are all somewhat aware of, I think. You know, we all recognize that we are mortal creatures, and it may sound very simple, but we know we're going to die. We know that life has an end. Nothing is given a guarantee, and that we will all one day meet our own end. At least that's what we think. We think that we know that we are going to die. We think that we know that we have accepted that we're going to die. But have you really? You know, I'd say a large majority of the peoples of the world, we fear death. And rightfully so. Death is very, very scary. We don't know what is after death. We never will know truly what is after death. Because, you know, there is nowhere to tell what's after death. Once you're dead, there is nowhere to come back to life. There's nowhere to say, well, this is what I saw after death. People say that they saw things after death, but oftentimes it's pretty disproven as we know that during death there is a massive release of hormones and chemicals in the brain that cause vivid hallucinations and whatnot. And these people who come back from death, quote unquote, aren't actually dead, but coming back from extended periods of comas or whatever. That's besides the point. We don't know what is after death. We only know that we think there are things after death. We don't know for certain, and that's what is scary. Humanity has, since the days of being little monkey men running around on two feet, like petulant children of evolution, we have since then been very, very aware of death and the impermeance of life. As primal creatures, we would see our own companions die, and we realize, well, this person is no longer alive. Let's think like a monkey here, alright, for a moment. This person is no longer alive. They will not be coming back to life. One day I will also be not alive. This is where the start of existentialism was sparked. It is in this primal state that we first kind of clocked. Oh, we're mortal. That's kind of scary. What happens after I die? And as intelligence grew with society, and as we evolved further and further and developed society itself, we started questioning death. We started to wonder, well, you know, what happens after we die? What does it mean to live? Why am I here? What is the unknown? What is after death? This existential crisis is something that has enveloped humans since we have evolved higher forms of intelligence. And I have to wonder, you know, is this very root of existentialism the reason we have so many aspects associated with humans, you know, culturally speaking? Is this why we have religion? Maybe we one day kind of clocked, okay, so we're mortal, what happens after that? And that terrified us. That scared early humans so much that we started having all sorts of existential crisis. I think it still does terrify a lot of people. It's not unheard of for, for a lot of people to enter states of depression and whatnot over the contemplating, contemplating you know, our existence. Or for people who are already depressed to contemplate it a lot. The two are pretty tied hand to hand together. So what if early on in human history we clocked this. And that was at the moment we started to develop religion. Religion as a way to reason with death is nothing new. Almost every religion, if not every religion, talks about death in some way or form. It's hard not to considering that life and death are the only two guarantees in existence. We are born and one day we will die. There is a period where we are able to interact with the world and then there is a period where we don't know if we can interact with anything at all. 
It's fascinating how we have created religion, hypothetically, to reason with ourselves over this. We have created, in some religions, the idea of an afterlife to reason with ourselves. Well, there can't be nothing, because after death, we will go here or here or here, depending on what we do and what our actions determine this. Whilst other religions are very open in saying, well, there is nothing after death. But that isn't something that we don't know. We know that there is nothing, so why do we fear death? All of these things, and spirituality as an extension, is used to reason with ourselves, our own internal monologue, to reassure ourselves that after death we have something. Knowledge-wise, that is. We may not have anything after death, but knowing that it isn't an unknown is reassuring to us. For many of us who are religious, we may experience similar ideas, or even who aren't religious. Anyone who thinks about death in some way or form, in a more abstract manner, is in some form spiritual, to not be occupied with the material world and instead think about the immaterial, the abstract, the emotional, whatever, that is spirituality, or being mindful, or whatever you want to call it. If you think about that, you're spiritual, and many of us atheists, you know, the atheists may see after death there is nothing, or reincarnation, depends on your perspective. People of Abrahamic faiths will know about heaven, hell, purgatory, the in-between, whatever. People of other faiths see rebirth as a cycle, you know, the Buddhists and Hindus, they believe in reincarnation and the perpetual cycle of life on a grand cosmological scale. All of these things share one thing in common. It's that we don't believe that there is an unknown after death. What I'm trying to say is that spirituality offers a reasoning for us humans. It replaces the unknown, something that we are scared of as humans, and... In its place, it puts a awareness of what's after, an awareness of what there is. Knowing that there is something after death is extremely reassuring. I'm sure many of us have had those moments late at night where we start thinking, wow, I'm a creature, I have flesh, I have blood, I have organs, I interact with the world, the world interacts with me, I am mortal. Uh, it's a very harrowing feeling knowing that you're not the main character you think you are. I'll say it, yeah, I'm going to give you an existential crisis now. You are a creature with no guarantee on living another day. You may die in five minutes, you may die in five years, you may die in fifty years. There is absolutely no promise to life other than death. It is something that I feel like we as society are falling out with. We aren't aware of our mortality anymore, and in the current Western society, we have become obsessed with the future, the idea of being able to build a better future, and going through some pain now so that you can enjoy yourselves later in life. The idea of working really hard in our youth, our prime age in life, so that we can enjoy retirement in the future. But that retirement is not guaranteed to us. The only thing guaranteed is death. Why do we spend so much time building towards a future that we may never ever even reach? There are so many tragic stories of people just dying, dying unexpectedly, and they will always be told as oh this person was such a good person they lived for so much they had so much they only wanted to see the family succeed and they died and there is nothing we can do about that that is something we have to accept as a society we are terrified of death we look for ways to increase our lives which is naturally of course a good thing but even then we may not be able to experience life as we once wanted to whilst dreaming to as a youth we reach old age, our bodies begin to break, our mind begins to fail, dementia, Alzheimer's, organ-related issues, bone-related issues. We are no longer young. We no longer have that privilege of health. Again, health is not a guarantee in all life. Some people aren't even born healthy. 
the only thing we are all born with is that promise of impermeance that we will one day die. So why do we occupy ourselves with this this confusion, you know, this sort of gaslighting ourselves into believing that, well, you know, I can do all of this later in life. Why don't we do it now? There are so many things that we want to do in our youth. I hear so many stories about my friends or people I know talking about, oh, I wish I was snuck out, I wish I did this, I wish I did that. Well, why haven't you? What's stopping you? What's stopping you doing it now? You aren't promised anything in life other than your grave. In death, we all become the same. We all die. We all get buried or burned or however you want to go out. We will all become reduced to nothingness as we go into the great unknown and follow our own respective faiths. You have no promises in life other than this, this impermeance. So, you may as well enjoy yourself while you can. I'm not saying cave into hedonism and start to, you know, indulge in mass orgies and drugs and alcohol and all that. But you know, loosen up a little bit, you know? What, what are you doing with your life? Think about it. Really do ponder it for a second. You're living for a future that you may never have. So why not bring some of those aspects of the future into the now? Be responsible with it, of course. But like, allow yourself at least a little bit of fun. I feel like society as a whole, we have become out of touch with death. We've kind of lied to ourselves about if we're comfortable with death or not. But I'd never really hear anyone talking about death openly in this sort of way. It's not really a thing that you talk about randomly, of course. No one really goes out to the pub to talk about, oh, well, are you aware of our mortality, Paul? No, no one does that. That's fucking terrifying. But even some conversations would be good about death. And I think we're getting better in that regard as we open up about things like family members passing away and bereavements. But even then, it's so euphemistic. We need to be open about it and very honest with ourselves about how death impacts us as individuals. And we need to be able to reason with ourselves and understand, well, I am scared of death. And we need to be able to say that openly. We need to be able to go, I'm scared of death, but this is how I deal with it. And similarly to those people who are scared of death, people should be ready to open up to them and be like, well, like you, I'm also scared of death. And this is what I use to cope. By doing this, we could probably solve a lot of problems about society. As individuals, that is. I'm not saying that knowing about death will magically heal world poverty and world hunger and stop all wars and Joe Biden and Xi Jinping will fucking kiss. No, that's not going to happen. But I am saying that a lot of unhappiness could be, well, it could start to be dealt with if we begin to recognize the impermanence of life. Life is a miracle, in my opinion. Sounds very, very corny, very cringy, very, very moist. I know. But let's look at it statistically, right? What were the odds of you existing at this exact moment of time? A hundred years ago, we were in a state of constant war. A hundred years from now, we don't know what's going to happen. Maybe the world will explode. At this exact moment, you are living as a living miracle. Everything, comparatively, could be a lot worse. I don't know about your own personal circumstances, and I'm sorry if that doesn't reflect on those, but life is a one-shot, considering you have a phone right now, considering you have time to be using your phone. I'd say it's going pretty well by comparison, and I'm not one to invalidate people's problems and, and feelings. You know, everyone has problems. You are entitled to be able to face your own problems and recognize those. But if there's one thing you do have, it is that privilege of living. So make the most of it. 
Understand death. Understand that one day we will all die. Understand that everything you do is not permanent. And make the most of those limits. Be able to see beyond that and see yourself as a creature that has desires, wants, needs. And don't starve yourself of them just because someone told you to do it all when you turn 60 and when your back is broken. Death is something that covers us all. Find some form of spirituality. Any form is great, you know, I'd say. I've been seeing a lot of trends of people getting into spirituality through crystals or whatever. And even though some of it can be a bit dodgy and overly aesthetic, having at least some form and being able to reason with yourself about the abstract thoughts that we have is ultimately a good thing. So don't reject them. Embrace them correctly. If you're culturally appropriating, credit the culture, I guess. I don't know. Be able to have an honest conversation with yourself and your friends about dying. Mortality is a guarantee. Impermeance is a guarantee. Death is a guarantee. Live life like you're aware of that guarantee. Um, that was a bit of a heavy one. Very sorry about that, but thank you.